Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. A lot of people have been reading about the tension. And I said previously that we were going down our path, they were going down theirs. And today, that tension goes away. The litigation is dropped. We're announcing to the world that on behalf of this game, we're coming together. It's less about how people respond today, and it's all about how people respond in 10 years. When they see the impact that we're having on this game together, there will be a lot of smiles on people's faces. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a wide-open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds, folks. So anything and everything in the sports world that you want to talk about, let's talk about it. You can call or text in at 501 501- 661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, going to have a loaded show for you. Because at one thirty today, Dudley Dawson of uh, Hogville.net, he's going to join us. His, I know he's a big fan of uh, the NBA, so we'll have. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk to him about that. But also, talk a little bit about the updates in recruiting uh, with Grant Nelson, the big man for the Razorbacks. He's going to be on campus this week, so we'll talk to him about what he knows about that visit. And uh, also, at 2 o'clock hour, we'll have Pat Bradley. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. Definitely talk some basketball with him as well as all the things going on. And then in the 3 o'clock hour, Will Gray of the Golf Channel. He's going to join us. As, there's been some controversy, some uh, some drama surrounding the PGA and the Live, as uh, we kind of heard here recently, to say the least. But uh, yeah. Seems like that's not going away. Mm-mm. Never going to stay away from nope. it. Until we get a couple of years down the line, maybe. No. I, and, like, I mean, I guess it's like, if you look at it in two different ways, some people may say it's a good thing. That there's the drama because then it has people talking about it and people talking about the sport and talking about the league and you know golf is a, is a sport that obviously has had a, a lot of uh, diehard fans and has had its ups and downs but um, you know it's like it's good for the attention getting paid to it but it's also going to be like all right it, it, now that there was already problems when they were separated but now they're like unified it, it, there's even a chance that I guess it could be even worse as far as some of the feelings because of uh, how it went with the Jay Monahan and the, the betrayal that so many of these golfers felt. Oh, he's the new most hated commissioner in all of sports. So a lot of times, you know, people think about Roger Goodell as that guy. No, it's Jay Monahan. That takes talent to get that hated. That <laughs> yes. takes talent to get that hated. Man. But um, it seems like all the live golf players, they're the ones that are looking at this as a positive and they're taking it as a win here where the majority of the PGA players, they're thinking more on the other side. But once we get down the road and it's been a little time behind it, I I think they may feel different. This is the initial reaction. And uh, it's just kind of, it's deflating for them because they feel like they've worked hard to avoid what's happening now. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I can understand it. Like, I know we talked a little bit about yesterday, but I can understand if I was someone like Rory or whoever, where you felt like, hey, this was wrong, and we don't like this, we don't like the direction it's going, and we want to stay with what got us here and stay with the PGA and stay with them and, and, and fight against the, the live. And then even the, the commissioner, if you will, PGA is telling you, guys, yeah, let's, we're in this together, let's lock arms, we're not backing down and all that. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And then all of that happens, and then boom. 
Well, just like that, the guy who makes the decision, you know, without, you know, you don't have any power in that decision itself, just unifies it. You just kind of feel like, what was the entire point of all of this? Like, why did we fight when it's just going to end up being okay? And I don't know. I just feel like if I was somebody like one of those golfers that felt so strongly about it, and then you just, you know, it doesn't matter. It's like you felt, I would feel betrayed. I would feel betrayed by Jay Monahan and what he said and how he had handled himself and uh, feel so powerless in such a situation where you feel so strongly about it, too. But as far as a player, like, if, if they do feel that way, what can they really do about it? There's True. nothing they can, they can do about it. Now, of course, Jay Monahan, maybe there are certain steps they could take to have different leadership and him not be a part of it. And maybe that's a part of this whole process at some point to get him out or have a lesser role altogether. But as far as a player, if you want to continue to play the sport and be a part of what's going on there, then you're just going to have to accept what they've come to terms on. Yeah, you're going to have to. In fact, it's just amazing to see the different uh, reactions from both of them. And since we're talking about it, uh, Bryce DeChambeau, as we know, uh, is, uh, is a big live guy and you know, yesterday he was talking about how he felt bad for the PGA guys, but hey, at the end of the day, it's what's best for golf. Well, look, I really feel bad for the information that was delivered to the players in the PGA Tour, the ones that stuck with them. Um, you know, we did take a risk. The players that did go over, we did take a risk, and there was a reason uh, for taking that risk relative to the, to, you know, the capital that had to be paid out for that to occur. Um, but I do feel bad for the PGA Tour players because uh, they were told one thing and something else uh, happened and uh, on our side we were told one thing and it's come come to fruition and uh, look in the end for me I want the players the fans and the game of golf to win and you know it, it does stink a little bit from my perspective that the PGA Tour players are not necessarily winning I hope that they can find a way uh, to make sure that they are valued in the same way that we are um, over at Live and uh, I think that'll happen. It's just going to take some time with the players uh, pushing back a little bit and trying to figure out what makes them, uh, uh, what gives them the best opportunity to be successful on their own end. And eventually, we all come back together now and play as uh, one group. I think that's the best thing. Watching us play week in and week out. There's a lot more behind uh, closed doors that's been going on. Uh, what I can tell you is that uh, He Yasser has uh, always been a staunch supporter of golf globally and wanting to grow the game. Um, that's been his vision from the start. Uh, when we first started talking uh, a few years ago and uh, as it's come to fruition now I think that this is the best thing that could ever happen for the game of golf and I'm extremely proud to be a part of that because of the fact that the fans are going to get what, what they want uh, the players are going to experience something a little different and a little new uh, on the PGA Tour side but I truly believe in the end the game of golf wins in this scenario. Certainly sounds like uh, he feels like he's on the winning side of all of this with the way things have gone and how he felt about it. But I think he makes some good points, and I think he's right in some ways. But uh, I also think that uh, you know he's, it's just because of the personal feelings that the people on the PGA have. It's like it, it does, he looks at it in a different lens than what the ones on the PGA actually look at it as. They said that Brooks Kepka's win may have gone a long way to securing this and, and making this agreement because at the end of the day, the goal is to have the top players – competing in tournaments, winning tournaments. And so that went a long way as far as coming to this agreement because here's a guy, and, and we talked about it so much until that point. Every time we got to a major and you had live golfers participating in those majors, is this going to be the major that a live guy wins? And it happened with Brooks Kepka And look how quickly the turnaround was that they come to this agreement. But also, um, it's... Uh, he took a subtle shot there with when he mm. said, I hope that, you know, players there will get treated well like we are at live. So he took a bit of a subtle shot at the PGA still in saying that we're treated a certain way and this is what's expected at live. And I hope those guys get that same deal at, at the PGA Tour. Yeah. I mean, it was a if you're on the side of live or at least with what DeChambeau saying, it's like, you know, he's saying it all and he's all great, but it's also like he's twisting the knife a little bit too. You know, like just, just letting him know. It's like, yeah, you know, you, you, know, you get treated the same way and get treated better. And uh, it, it's, I mean, it's a controversial thing because even like on our first Arkansas base, uh, our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, David C. says it's all about the money. And it's like, yeah, that's, I mean, but that's, here's the thing. Some people see that and they get so mad or they say that, you know, they sell themselves out or anything. And I'm not calling out anybody, but it's just true. Every single major sports league's about money, folks. Like it's just the way it is, and that's why when you look forecasting and into the future, 
you, you look you got to look at okay so what's what's the money going to do i mean we're talking about that in and look at it in college football for instance the expansion of 12 teams is that being done because that way we can have a true champion and actually feel better about the system that's in place or is it about having more big time games on tv to get more money it's about money everything is about money in sports and it's either you like it or you don't, but it's just the reality that you're in. It's about money, and for golf, it's no different. It's about money. So, um, yeah, the next few uh, few months and even the next few years could be really interesting to see how this partnership works out and how uh, these uh, golfers in particular either come together or if there's still going to be some uh, some lines in the sand being drawn between the two of them too. So Nathan Monin, he's, uh, he's a golfer, and uh, he's weighed in on it. He says, drama is not inherently good. And uh, Jay Monahan sold him out like a crook. This will be a long time before it's settled. FTC will have to approve, and details won't get ironed out for a while. Can't imagine being the guys who turn down the money. Hmm. See, that's and that's the thing—the turning down the big money. And I mean, because again, the live the live golfers won. That that's how I look at it. They won. They they got they got the best of both worlds. They got the money, and now they get to have the partnership. And now they're the ones that's sitting on top of the whole thing. Where uh, you know for. If you want to put it, they sold themselves out or whatever. Okay, yeah, but now they're benefiting from it to where there's no consequence from it anymore. It's just now it's unified. Now they're together. The consequence isn't there uh, as far as uh, being you know shunned or uh, you know not having. Oh, say yeah, good luck on the CW. See if it works out. Like saying like, no, now it's it's unified. There's no consequences. It's kind of back to where it was. The only difference is, is that the live guys are getting a lot more money. Well. It- those are some of the details that still need to come out, but as far as TV contracts and everything, mm-hmm. they still may have to do that on their own. Now, they'll have the backing of the PGA Tour, but as far as finding a place, it does become easier for them simply because they're under the the same umbrella. But it, it may not be where, you know, Live Golf is getting the benefit of being on TNT because of the fact that they're under the same umbrella initially, right. it's it's still something they may have to do on their own. Real quick, before we uh, take a break, let's go squeeze Savage using Cabot on the line. What's up, Savage? What's going on, fellas? What's up, Real quick on the golf, you know, live. it's going to bring a whole a different crowd to it. You get more of a happy Gilmore crowd. They're playing music, the crowd's into it. It's, it's going to be it's going to be real different. I don't know how that's going to go into the PGA event, how they're going to mesh all that with the, the live rules, but... I don't know how that's going to work out. And speaking of rules, the NFL changed the rule, and tell me if I'm correct. So now on a jet sweep, if you hand the ball off, that's illegal now? That's considered a forward pass in the NFL? Uh, I hadn't heard Not, of that yeah, one, I Savage. I wasn't sure but, about um, But it's, well, always they, been, about- it's always been considered a, a pass, though, because on a, on a jet sweep, if it's dropped, it's like it's an incomplete pass. If if yeah, if you're that. if you're handing it in front of the quarterback, right? But if if the runner is coming behind the quarterback, then it's still considered a handoff. Right. They were talking about the rules on on ESPN Radio and uh, you know the, the kickoff return, you know, moving it up just like college. But then they were talking about that rule. Now it's illegal. And what's that? You know, if you're a running quarterback, you got to have that little bit of deception whether you're going to keep it. You know. So I didn't know if y'all knew about that rule or not. Hmm. So, I'm looking into it. And just let me know if that's that's legit or not. I get off. Appreciate it. I appreciate it, Savage. I hadn't heard anything about that, but we can look it up and see, uh, you know, what the what the context of it was. Because um, yeah, because only one I knew about is the kickoff getting moved up to the twenty-five yard. I mean, kickoff, may, touchdown. The touchback. only thing, uh, yeah, we'll look into it. But the only thing you could think of that maybe it's not considered a pass anymore, and you don't get passing yardage for that, and which would make sense. That'd be fine. Yeah, I wouldn't have any problem with that, too, because it does seem kind of weird considering that a pass. But either way, we got a lot more coming up on Wide Open Wednesday, folks. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. More Out of Bounds coming up. the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app? Download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This 
Texas Sports Center. In Major League Baseball news, Rangers ace Jacob DeGrom will miss the remainder of the season undergoing Tommy John surgery. The 34-year-old West pitched on April 28th. The Rangers currently sit atop the ALS with a 40-20 and record, four and a half games ahead of the Astros. In NBA news, CBS released their latest first-round mock draft. Anthony Black was projected to go eighth overall, while Nick Smith Jr. was projected to go 21st overall. The NBA draft is 15 days away. The NBA Finals Game 3 will be tonight. The Heat and the Nuggets are tied at 1-1 with the series now heading to Miami. Tip is set for 7.30. The game can be heard on the buzz. TV coverage will be on ABC. And arguably the greatest soccer player of all time, Lionel Messi, is coming to Major League Soccer and taking his talents to South Beach as he agreed to join Inter-Miami. Messi reportedly chose Miami over FC Barcelona, where he spent 20 years of his career and also playing in Saudi Arabia. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at CertiPro and tell them I've got a new project for them. CertiPro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at CertiPro. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Your home is the place where you know your loved ones are secure. But the things that keep your home protected can't keep pests at bay. That's where RAID comes in. For 60 years, RAID scientists have worked to protect people around the world with trusted research, ingredients, testing standards, and product efficacy. RAID seeks to create a better future for all. Especially the ones you love most. Raid. Protection for all. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewski's and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewski's. Congratulations to Ethan Richardson of Jonesboro High School and Cassie Cervantes of Bentonville West High School for being named the All-Arkansas Preps Outstanding Players of the Year in tennis as chosen by the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. They are among the 400 Arkansas high school athletes who will be honored at the All-Arkansas Preps Award Banquet on Saturday, June 10th, sponsored by CHI St. Vincent. The event is emceed by Steve Sullivan with special guest David Basil and keynote speaker World Cup champion Carly Lloyd. Find out more about the athletes selected or to purchase your tickets for the event, visit All Arkansas. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs. On 1037 The Buzz.
It's out of bounds here on a wide open Wednesday. You know why it's wide open? Because there's a lot of different sporting events and sporting news going on. And we know with the NBA Finals, Game 3 tonight, it's going to be pretty exciting. But if you're going to be watching it, if you're feeling a certain way about it, make some money on it with Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. Because with Denver and Miami tonight, the game being back in Miami, the Denver Nuggets are actually three and a half point favorites in this game. Don't get that and don't see that very often in the NBA Finals, especially when the series is tied at one. But I'm telling you right now, these people know what they're doing when it comes to banking these lines. But that's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the different types of bets that you can make with Bet Saracen. They have different specials going on too. So say if you want something more than just the money line. How about this? Nuggets to win each half by five or more points plus 375. Or maybe you think it's going to be a close game, like to the wire. Either team to win by one or two points, plus 550. And we know how we have that long shot and how much fun that is. How about Jimmy Butler and Jokic to go with a triple-double apiece? Both of them have a triple-double tonight, plus 4,000. So you're talking about some cool specials, the lines, the spreads, the over-unders, whatever it is. Check it out with Bet Saracen in the Bet Saracen app. Or you can go to BetSaracen.com. Check out how to bet that way, too. No matter what it is, it's all about making some money and having some fun doing it with Bet Saracen. Got to try it out today. And speaking of, Joe, I was a little surprised to see Denver favored by three and a half. I mean, that's a going on the road in the NBA Finals. You know, that, that's, that's a, it sounds like not that many points, but that's a lot of points considering, uh, you know, how good Miami played this past game and knowing the series is tied at one. And uh, Miami's not exactly always the easiest place to, to win at, so I was a little surprised to see the line that high. There's a lot of belief in the Nuggets and that they'll bounce back even though they did drop that one at home, and that was their first home loss during the postseason. And then it is surprising a bit simply because of how tough the Heat are at home, but there's just a lot of belief in the Nuggets right now, and if the Heat happen to come out with the win in Game 3, then you'll see that uh, that may shift a bit of how people are feeling about the series overall. Yeah, I mean, I feel like tonight will be the Nuggets, but I wouldn't be surprised if my I know it's the finals, but I don't know. I'm, feel, I'm feeling the Nuggets tonight bouncing back and, and getting the victory on the road. And um, I also was just thinking about the – I was reading an article on ESPN.com talking about Jimmy Butler and how much a title would mean to him and everything, which I'm like – I'm not, I'm not like you know making fun of him or anything. I was like, man, a title means a lot to everybody, you know. <laughs> right. Like, but I was just thinking is with Jimmy Butler, who's been a guy who's been in the league for a while now. If he was to win a title, like, what does that do for like his legacy? Because you know, especially when it comes to all talking about all time greats, the thing that gets brought up: how many championships did you win? You know, that's always a very big factor. And uh, obviously, you don't want to be the guy, a superstar, or anything that doesn't get any. But just to get to one it kind of puts you in a whole nother tier, a whole nother stratosphere, because you can never say that no, no one can ever go at you and say you weren't a champion. Because, uh, you know, you think about all the players like Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, you know, all these all-time greats never got one. It's kind of held against them. I feel like Jimmy Butler, man, for, for someone like him to have that now on his resume and still have some years to play in front of him, that would, that would change a lot of things for him and elevate him into a lot of people's minds, too. It's always about being in the moment, and everybody is reactionary as far as what's happening right now, because... Just a couple of years ago, the thought was Giannis is the best player in the game. There's no question about it. They had just won a championship. And uh, you knew that that team was built to compete for championships for years to come. And once we got to here, where we are now with the current playoffs, everybody's saying Jokic. He's, mm-hmm. he's the best player, hands down. No question. Now, if they don't win the championship, it shifts to Jimmy Butler. That's not to say whether it's right or wrong. But that's just how opinions change based on wins and losses. Wins and losses change a lot of things and a lot of opinions. Yeah, it's almost like a reoccurring fact. We always reference, or at least I always love going back and watching NBA on TNT things. And I remember one of the biggest fights or arguments that Shaq and Chuck always got into was when how uh, he kept saying that uh, Chuck was backtracking or changing his mind on the MVP from two weeks prior. You know, just because, well, you know, so-and-so got hurt or so-and-so's been elevating their game a little bit. And a lot of times, especially in the NBA, you kind of live in the moment. It's like, all right, well, you know, Giannis was it and everything. And not to say that everyone's forgotten about him, but you get to this point to where you have Jokic doing what he's doing. And I was like, man, he's the greatest. And if he wins it, people are going to be talking about it. But next year, if they don't, they get bounced out early or something, it may go back to Giannis or it may be Jimmy Butler once again. It's just an, it's an ever-evolving and a very fluid thing when it comes to people talking about greatness. Look where we are right now with Joel Embiid just winning the MVP. And as soon as the Sixers were out of the playoffs, 
everybody's saying, ah, he never should have won the MVP. It should have been Jokic all along. Well, you can't base it on that. The MVP is a regular season award, mm-hmm. and you get rewarded for accomplishments throughout the regular season. Now, Jokic was the back-to-back winner the past two years, and coming into the current playoffs, nobody was really questioning the fact that, okay, he's a two-time champion, and he should be once again as far as, or a two-time winner, and he should be once again just based on the regular season. They didn't have any questions about it and, and didn't really have too many arguments until the Sixers were eliminated from the playoffs, and we've seen how well the Nuggets have performed since then, and that's why everybody's saying, ah, he should have won the MVP again. It doesn't work like that. Mm. It's based on what happened in the regular season. The playoffs, you have to separate it. It's totally different. Yeah, it's it's a different deal. It's a different deal, and it's tough to do, which I know, because you know you just go in the moment of what what's at that time. You know what's the new hotness and, and everything. Uh, that's what you just go along with, and it's fine. I mean, you, it's not like to say it's a bad deal because we all do that, and you know there's a lot of people that you know at the time, and you could just throw any sport out there. I think in college football, it's also one of those deals where people are watching, you know, Johnny Manziel. They think he's one of, if not one of the greatest college football players of all time. And not to say that he's not a great player, but then as time goes on and you reflect on it and you look back on it, you think about, okay, well, what about Joe Burrow? I think Joe Burrow was really good. And then what about, you know, Cam Newton or Tim Tebow? Uh, That's just what greatness is, is you just see the different eras and the different players that, you know, change things. Even though it's great in the moment, when you reflect back on it, it doesn't always age very well if he felt like that was the case so but we'll talk about a lot of things because i know uh dudley dawson of hogville.net is definitely somebody who is big in his sports and big on his teams and unfortunately his team is not playing in the nba finals but uh he is does have his baseball team still playing and with a little up and down and all around deal but dudley uh, appreciate you joining us on the uh, jones and sun diamond and bridal fine jewelry hotline man how you doing I'm doing good. My NHL team, which I have been with since the inception, is playing for the Stanley Cup. So, uh, you know, I'm 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 okay. Okay. Well, see, is I, that the Vegas Golden Knights or Florida Panthers? Which yes, one? Yes, Vegas Golden Knights. There you go. Uh, All right. Put a put a wager on them uh, the first year, uh, just uh, you know, out of. Uh, uh, curiosity, and they get all the way to Stanley Cup and left me, or I would have had five thousand dollars oh, if they'd have won. Gosh, gosh, yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> in a good spot now, though. Dudley up two zero going into Game Three. Yeah, and if you know, if I had that five thousand dollars, I'd buy the Cardinals some pitching. So <laughs> <laughs> donate to the cause, then donate to the cause. Well, as long as one of your teams that got it going on, but you know, hey, listen, the Celtics had a nice little run. I know you're the Cowboys. There's always the expectation, but you know maybe this year will be a better year for them. So you still got some good things yeah, going I was about on. Yeah, the expectation of what? The expectation of what? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah, it's the uh, it's basically like you know with the Cowboys and Dak and everything with that division now and how it gets tougher. I don't know what is the expectation there, Dudley, with the Cowboys to uh, to make the playoffs and uh, get all excited and then uh, not work out for us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we, it sounds like you got it all in all in control there, Dudley. Got so. a long time until then. Oh yeah, oh, to yeah. work some more things out. Yeah. But hey, listen, I, I down in Arlington though, Dudley. Me and you need to go down to uh, see the Jets and the Cowboys. I don't know if you'll be able to pull that off, but I plan on going down there, seeing Aaron Rodgers down there at AT Sounds like a trip to me. He's uh, he's beaten the Cowboys plenty of times at that stadium, just not in yeah. the outfit he's going to be in this time. Yeah, yeah a little bit more, uh, I guess a different type of green this time for him. But, uh, yeah, but Dudley, we got a lot of things obviously going on with, uh, with the Razorbacks, and uh, I know that you were covering the baseball team. And uh, before we get into some basketball talk and some other things, we're just curious uh, your thoughts on uh, reflecting on the Razorback baseball season. Obviously it ended a lot quicker than what anybody wanted to, especially the team, especially Dave Van Horn, but... Just how do you view this season, and uh, how do you look about the future of uh, Razorback baseball heading into next year? Well, the problem with having such a great program is you have expectations that when you start the season, and those expectations are simply getting to the College World Series. You want to win it one time when you're there, but uh, for all the the other things they overcame with adversity, with the injuries, and you know not having enough pitching to to be a, a at least a co-champion of the SEC, I thought was a phenomenal effort during the the uh, the, the regular season. But obviously, you run into a very hot TCU team. Maybe if uh, you know TCU wasn't here, they would have won the regional. But that's not how things work. You get teams. 
TCU is one of the hottest teams in the country, having won, uh, I think it's 16 or 17 now, nine in a row, and, and just came and, and land blasted them. I think we'll see here in the next few weeks that a couple of the other guys have been playing through injuries. So injuries are a factor, but, you know, it, it, I totally understand people feeling like the year is a disappointment because they expected to be at the College World Series. But at the same time, I think for what they had, uh, you, you know, it was a, it was an outstanding regular season for them, and they just, as, as their head coach said, run out, ran out of gas at the end of the year, didn't hit enough at the end of the year, and certainly didn't get the pitching that they wanted at the end of the year. But you sit around, if you'd had Jackson Wiggins and Dylan Carter and, and uh, Cody Frank and, you know, some others, you, you might have been able to get through it, but it, it would have been tough against TCU anyway. Baseball has always been one of those sports where you're used to resetting the roster simply because you have players that are going to go pro that may be unexpected players that don't make it to campus also but does it seem a little harder to possibly meet those expectations year in and year out simply because we are in more of an era of resetting the roster every year yeah, I think you're right, Joe. There, it's especially hard on baseball coaches because really, uh, football and uh, basketball coaches don't really have to deal with the their their draft. They, you know, they don't have to wait till they can wait till after the junior year. But Arkansas, which uh, you know, as, as Coach Van Horn pointed out, had the number one recruiting class in the country. Not going to end up like that because when you have the number one recruiting class in the country, it means you have several pro prospects. And they're going to lose at least three or four off the top there. They're still going to have a very good class. But this this uh, next year's team, I think a lot of it will have to do with if any you know if any of the returnees, these these talented freshmen they got yes this year that didn't play as much, you know if they return and if they can you know develop and what they get out of the portal. You can just look at this year's lineup and see what they got out of the portal that would allow them to get to where to where they got. Uh, you know the the season may be over, but the work is continuing with uh, really for both uh, Coach Van Horn and his staff, and those of us who write stories about baseball recruiting. There's going to be plenty happening in the next month. That I feel like that's such a difficult thing. Uh, like, uh, how do you, how as a coach, do you go out and you want to recruit the best high school players, but knowing that the MLB draft is going to take so many from you? Or, I mean, I, I get you want the best players, but how do you balance that out if you're Dave Van Horn or anybody where? It's like you recruit guys and you feel like they're not going to go, but if they don't come, then you feel like you may have missed out on some other players you could have recruited. I just feel like that's a, a very dangerous and frustratingly annoying balance that you have to strike as a college baseball coach. Yeah, it's it's a very slippery slope, and he's talked about it. Just as uh, people who, who ask me how do I get through things, and I, I say Bud Light, he says <laughs> that a couple of glasses of wine while he's on the phone with uh, 15, 16-year-olds, I mean, there's kids these days committing in, uh, when they're in the 8th and ninth grade to Arkansas, a lot of them from the Arkansas Sticks organization. The, uh, it is just something you just have to deal with. It's the way it's, it's, it's come about. You spend, I bet, about as much time recruiting as you do game planning, as you do practicing. Uh, it is just been 24-7, 365 these, these days. There used to be a time off for these coaches uh, in in bas- baseball, basketball, and football. There really is not. The recruiting schedule doesn't allow you to do that. You may have a head coach or assistant coach who gets away for a weekend or a couple of weekends. But during the summer, you're just fighting it. Uh, football, which I'm sure we'll talk about here in a little bit, Otis Kirk has, has had several stories about the amount of uh, guys that are coming in. They're still trying to finish up a little bit of the, the 2023 class, uh, but you've got 2024 guys, many of which they've already, you know, several of which they've already got commitments from that are trying to make their decision this summer, including several top guys in, in Arkansas that, uh, you know, are being highly recruited by, by other people, you know, such as Braylon Russell. What do you think about how the basketball roster took shape coming down to the last minute? Jordan Walsh onto the NBA, Devo Davis returning, and then one remaining scholarship spot. Well, I, I think it's very clear who that one remaining spot is for. Uh, Grant Nelson will be here, uh, what is today, Wednesday. He'll be here tomorrow and Friday. I know they hope to uh, to make a great impression on him. It's uh, Since he didn't go to Baylor, it's down to Arkansas and Alabama. 
which is a fairly interesting uh, situation there. It seems like uh, Nate Oates and, and Eric Musselman are always being uh, matched up on the recruiting trail. And, and in the SEC, there's a variety of different things that, that both of them do well, obviously. But, you know, I really think that uh, while Grant Nelson could go to Alabama and be the guy since they lost most of their front court, if he wants to be on a team that I think has more potential because of who's coming coming back or coming in, I guess is the right way to say it, then he'll end up here. Uh, the one thing, that, uh, one advantage I think that Arkansas has, I think if, it's, if it comes down to NIL, I think Arkansas will, will be able to pull that out. Most of the NIL money in uh, Alabama goes to the, the team that plays at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Uh, but I do think that, it, you know, if he, he gets here, likes it, he had a chance to see, uh, you know, he played here last year. And I noticed him when, when he played here. In fact, I started calling him uh, uh, Larry Burdish back then because he had 17-6 and six and just, you know, had a real all-around game when he played at Bud Walton Arena. If they get him, then, uh, you know, it's going to be another one of these expectation things that, uh, you know, we'll see how they live up to it. But it, it's going to be a lot older guys that are coming in here overall next year than the bevy of freshmen that they had this past season. Well, and, and speaking about Grant Nelson, too, it's almost like you want him on the team for obvious reasons, but you also don't want Alabama to have him, you know, because that's a team that you're going to go up against in in the division or in the conference, and you know how uh, successful they've been in the regular season, too. So do you know, like, what it is that he's looking for at all? Is it, is it something like, oh, just, you know, NIL opportunity? Is it something to where it's a certain fit? Like, what do you know about Grant Nelson and kind of what he's desiring when it comes to the school he's looking at? The one thing that, that I have heard from his camp, and I'm not going to say him because I hadn't talked to him personally, but the one thing I've heard from his camp is he, you know, he got in the NBA draft, uh, took his name out there at the end, but uh, it declared the one thing he's looking at is the ability to be able to develop as an NBA player and learn how to be an NBA player. And that's the one thing that Eric Musselman and his staff, uh, can offer him, I think, a little bit more than Nate Oates. Nate Oates is a very good coach. I wonder how the what's happened down in Tuscaloosa with the basketball program will play into this decision as well. Uh, I do think that Arkansas has the advantage in terms of saying, look, we're about to have four or five guys drafted in the NBA. And, you know, two, we got two on Oklahoma City already. Different things that he can he can throw out there that you know that has happened with the program. I think that may end up being the biggest factor outside of NIL. I, I, I think that's that's somewhat of a factor too. So so we'll see. But there are a lot of factors going into that uh, when he when he ditched Baylor uh, this week and didn't go down there. I think people here got a lot more excited, uh, you know, because obviously Baylor's had a lot of success as well. But we'll it, we'll see. He's going to be here tomorrow and Friday, and they'll get every opportunity to uh, to show him off. It's, it's it's too bad he wasn't here last week. In he could have met uh, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Pitbull, Shania Twain, all those people that were at the uh, Kevin Hart, all those people that were at the uh, the Walmart shareholders shareholders meeting. That that would have been fun for him. I, I bet. Oh, I bet so. Real quick, that was just about 15 seconds. I just want a yes or no question out of you. If Grant Nelson comes to Arkansas, is that the most talented roster overall that Arkansas's had under Eric Musselman? Yes. All right. That's all I needed to know, and that's something to get people excited about. But, Dudley, hey, man, we appreciate you joining us. Great stuff. Enjoy the weekend, man, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you later down the road. Sounds good. I've got a lot of time. It just cleared up. <laughs> there you go. Appreciate it, Dudley. Have a good one, man. That was Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net joining us on the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. More Out of Bounds coming up next. Stay with us. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton in their summertime auto loan special. Interest rates as low as 2.49%, no payments for 90 days, or 84 months financing. Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models, or you can refinance your current auto loan. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. My wife was the first to notice I was losing my hair. I thought, I am way too young for this. At QC Kinetics Hair Restoration, we see men and women of all ages struggling with hair loss. And for Nick... 
It began when he was just 32 years old. I didn't really think about it too much until last spring when I got sunburn on my scalp and, I don't know, it wasn't really that hot out. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments, all natural biologics to reignite hair growth without surgery. And the results are amazing. I felt like I was hopeful, right? But then after the first few treatments, I already started to notice a difference. It just felt real. So I was just more excited to continue the process. Real results without invasive surgery. And as for Nick's wife... She loves it. Like I'm hair back in my early 30s. I want to look my age and now I do. Schedule your free hair restoration consultation today with QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath, stomach issues, lower back pain. How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, outdoor summer cocktail party fit check. I've got a hot pink and orange bodycon dress paired with vintage sneakers. It'll definitely attract attention, but not from mosquitoes. Because I'm wearing it with off clean feel for eight gorgeous hours of not sticky, fragrance-free protection. So I can sip, socialize, and flirt out there in the wild with absolutely unshakable confidence. Get your pre-party protection on with Off Clean Feel. SC Johnson, a family company. Listen each Monday when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that damn jukebox on 1037 The Buzz. <laughs> if you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call. 501 982 2102. Take advantage of no payments for 90 days. So, three months when you get into a new vehicle, you don't have to make a payment at Guadney Chevrolet. 1.9% financing is available on Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Traverse, and Silverado is equipped with a TurboMax engine when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Pre-owns, they're good enough for mom. They're going to make sure that any pre-owns you get into that they wouldn't put you in a vehicle that they wouldn't feel comfortable putting their own mom in. They're going to make sure everything checks out on any pre-owned vehicles, just like it's a new vehicle at Guadney Chevrolet. You're going to get quality Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, squadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. 
See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. And if you need a service, they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Going to get to uh, what's trending in the world of sports here in just a second. Uh, did have a few people on the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line chiming in when we were talking about the PGA and live and the drama surrounding that. Uh, Steve says, I, yeah, I would think the live players are a little bit more excited about it since they got about two or three hundred million to go over and join to begin with. And he says it always sucks to be on the losing side, especially when it comes to this amount of money. So They did increase the purses for the PGA Tour, so that was a win for the players as this process was happening. And they can thank Live Golf for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, that's the. It's like you know, competition breeds it. You got to push it a little bit. The incentive goes up a little bit more. So uh, they did benefit from that. Uh, somebody I saw was kept wondering, like, I wonder what Tiger Woods has to say about this. And uh, I'm sure you'll have some sort of comments. But I laugh because I'm like, man, Tiger is just kind of like he, he's his own league. You know, it's kind of like uh, he's with the PGA and all of that, but. Uh, you know, he doesn't have as much on the line or as much invested in where because he just has you know his own brand, so much money he's getting towards the end of his career and everything. I'm sure he has a passion about it, but, um, you know, I think it's more the people that feel so strongly about it, the guys that have such a further and longer future in the golf game and are younger, too, and more invested into it. And so uh, I don't know when Tiger Woods will break his silence about it, but I'm sure somebody's going to ask and, him what he and thinks. And probably the ones that may be more passionate about it are the guys who aren't financially set the way that some of these top players are, and we know that that's nothing that Tiger has to worry about. Even though, you know, Rory doesn't have to worry about that either. He was outspoken about it, but in the grand scheme of things, he's financially set. He doesn't have to worry about anything. Yeah, in fact, Scuba Steve also texted and said, did you all hear Rory a few hours ago? He was saying he hates Liv, but this isn't Liv. He says a lot is misconstrued right now. you got to check it out. So, yeah, he's been... Uh, He's always been outspoken as it is about it, but because uh, how long was it the Masters when he kept kind of just saying, "All right, I'm done talking about it," type of thing, like shutting it down, not wanting to yeah. mention anything. So, uh, but I know he said he still felt like the sacrificial lamb, as he put it, uh, with the uh, the alliance that is put uh, together. He says, "I still hate the LIV, like I hate the LIV." Make sure you put an emphasis on it. He says, "I hope it goes away." And I would fully expect it that it does, and that's where the distinction comes in. This is the PGA Tour, the DP Tour, and the PIF. Very different from Liv. So, uh, I mean, those were strong comments that he had. Yeah, the, the big differences are uh, playing three rounds of golf as opposed to four, and then you have the shotgun start. So, uh, those aren't things that are traditional to the PGA Tour, and so you wouldn't expect that the PGA Tour is going to go that route. So, as far as live going away and then playing traditional PGA Tour type settings, maybe that will go away at some point. May happen. All right, let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? It's kind of sports-related, at least I think it is but the Madden 24 cover has officially been released and Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback, will be gracing the cover this year. I think it's cool. I mean, it's, you know, the whole Madden curse thing I think was a thing for a bit, but here recently it's not as big of a thing. So, oh, People still bring it up, though, and it, it yeah. could be something so minor. Like Josh Allen, for example, last year he had the elbow injury, which he didn't miss any game time for it. But you can imagine if something like that happened when he's on the cover. See, there it is, the Madden curse. And and it's actually he had a UCL injury, but it wasn't torn or anything to the point of keeping him out of any games or requiring any type of surgery. See, to me, if you're going to say, and which I hope this never happens, but to me, if you're going to say that there's a Madden curse, it needs to have some sort of like, okay, you're out for the season type stuff. Like you're you're hurt and you're missing, you know, fifty percent or more of the year for that to be a thing. Because as we see every year, people have injuries, they get dinged up. I mean, uh, that has nothing to do with yeah. being on Madden or anything associated with Madden. No, it, it's literally just football. It's the way it is. But 
Uh, cool little cover for him, though, to be on Madden 24. I can't remember the last time I've played a Madden video game, so I'm going to be honest. But it is a big deal for, for people to be on the cover, especially of, uh, of that game. And um, I still, the only cool thing that I'll ever hold up, and I'm still thinking this is true, even though I remember the stat coming out a few years ago, but uh, as of right now, Arkansas is the only school to have an athlete from the University of Arkansas on the college cover of the game back when it was a video game, and Madden with Peyton Hillis when he was on the cover of the game. I think that's still true. Could be wrong, but don't quote me on it. Still, it's kind of a cool thing that you get to have. And speaking of the college football game, uh, this is a, you could either look at it as a good thing, bad thing, or whatever, but the College Football Players Association reportedly are organizing a boycott of the 2024 EA Sports College Football game that's being released because they feel like they're not being compensated enough citing a low payout on a promised NIL cash pool, which would be $500 per player for them to have their name, image, and likeness used in the video game. Yeah, that um, that's something. Like, if you have all the players band together on that and none of them are participating, that could be a, a big holdup for the game. It could be. And I, I was looking, I was like, okay, so $500 might put it all together. Uh, apparently the pool that they've pulled together is $5 million. So $500 per player and I, I think it's fair, but it also I could see like, hey, if I'm, you know, some if I'm a Heisman Trophy, if I'm Caleb Williams or somebody like that, and I'm getting the same amount as, you know, the the third string center over here. Yeah, it's but like, see that that shouldn't matter. It just, shouldn't. Just simply because we're talking about one game that incorporates everybody, so the it shouldn't be a, a pay scale on that. Everybody should be paid the same. But um, you could see where they think it's being underpaid even if it was a thousand dollars per player it, you, you're going to sell so many copies of this game and uh, maybe there should be some kind of tie-in as to they get a certain amount per game sold also see that's what i was thinking if you did a percentage of the game sold and put that percentage into a pool and then divided it out evenly among all the players i, I feel like that would be on uh, top of whatever they get initially. Correct, yeah. yeah. And, just, and that would be the way to go. Yeah, and I think you get everybody on the same page with you, and uh, I think it would be a, a game that gets sold a lot. And uh, I'll be curious to see, though, because it's not every player, but there are a lot of players that are doing it because it's just going to be like, all right, as EA Sports say, all right, well, you won't be on it. You'll just be number whatever, and then we're going to have everybody else be on it. Uh, I don't know, but it's not going to be in jeopardy. People are freaking like, oh, they're not going to make the game. No, they're still going to make the game. It's just about negotiating, you know, just kind of going back and forth, trying to get the most money out of it, too. But either way, we'll have more of that coming up as far as uh, other headlines and what's trending in the world of sports. We are up against it. We'll take the top of the hour update when we come back. Pat Bradley is going to be joining us thanks to Motorsports Authority. Looking forward to catching up with him, and we'll keep it moving in the second hour of Out of Bounds on a wide open Wednesday. So stay with us. Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog Update every day on Out of Bounds. True Service is honored to support local businesses with small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, 